0: My name is Kara, and together with Gary, we bring to you BitCountry Discovery. On this channel we explore blockchain and metaverse technology, NFTs and give you insight into BitCountry development. BitCountry is a decentralized application that provides metaverse as a service. We are built on our own blockchain called Metaverse Network. Anyone can use our application and within a few simple steps you can be on your own way to building your own metaverse, customized avatar and creating your own digital world. A digital world is a place where people can come, you can learn, you can earn, you can build and network. BitCountry Metaverses will be built by the users for the users. Our platform allows anybody to come in and create 3D worlds without any coding knowledge. On today's episode, we welcome Carl and Serena. These guys are our software testers. As you can imagine, a development of a BitCountry application requires rigorous software testing. Together, Carl and Serena are the gatekeepers of our platform. They make sure that all of the bugs and there's no errors on our platform before it's rolled out for you guys to enjoy yourself. So, Carl, would you please like to just
1: start by introducing yourself? and just give us a
0: little bit of insight about your
1: role as a software tester on BitCountry. Sure, thanks Kira. Hello everyone and thanks for inviting me on this episode. I'm Kyle and I'm the lead QA here in Bit.Country and I'm working remotely from the Philippines. Uh, Well, as a software tester we are uh, mainly responsible for the quality of Bit.Country software applications. (laughs) We create test cases and test scenarios Isolate and triage bugs and make sure that all aspects from our blockchain and metaverse side are working properly and suits the user expectations very detailed,
0: and like I said, you guys are sort of the bug hunters and gatekeepers and you create these test situations and simulations, so there's quite a variety of situations that you guys have to think about and try to put yourself in the user's shoes, try and yeah, test any avenue that there could possibly be. Serena, you work alongside Kyle there, um, new, new to our BitCountry team. Would you like to just give us a little bit of insight into what you, what your daily activities look like?
2: Uh, Thank you, Kira. Uh, My name is Sreena and I'm a test engineer at Country. I'm based in Singapore. Uh, I am born and brought up in India and my education is purely in the computer stream. Uh, I did my graduation in computer science and masters in computer application. So before joining Country, I was with um, uh, Industry Connect and I was an intern uh, at MVP Studio. So it is uh, very, I'm feeling proud and had, happy to be part of this wonderful team at Bit. Country. Uh, my daily activities, it starts like a morning scrum meeting where everybody, all the team comes up and updates their uh, what they are going to do for the day and so that we'll get an idea who is working on what so that we can prioritize our, our, uh, our test cases for that day. So after the meeting, it's quite like a flexible day for me. So, but I generally schedule my working hours like 8 to 5.30, so that after evening when the family is back home, I can join them. Yeah, that is my daily activities. Thank you. Welcome,
3: Serena. It's great to hear we have another MVP Studio cohort with us today. Kyle, you and Serena play a critical role in the development of BitCountry. Together, you discover many bugs, glitches, and user experience issues. How do you coordinate your testing activities? And what is the process that you go through once you verify a bug?
1: Well, the process is quite simple. So after we verify a bug, we log them on our bug tracking tool and then uh, we let the developers and support team know of the details of the bug. And then depending on the severity of that, we follow up from the developers uh, from time to time about the timeline on when will it be available for testing and release. Thanks, Carl. And
0: as Serena mentioned beforehand, uh, we meet on a daily basis, so we know how the team is, uh, what we're working on, and we can give that feedback and interaction. So no matter whether you're in Philippines, Singapore or New Zealand, or wherever we're based, we manage to work together and uh, um, work on all the problems and prioritize them as they should need to be prioritized. So my next question is for Serena here. Can you please explain the phases of BitCountry development? How does a feature get built by our developers uh, deployed on the development testnet and then go to our user acceptance testing which i think you guys are sort of the gatekeepers of and then deployed onto our test net and into a mainnet. just want to give us an overview of how that process works
2: yeah it's been just two months into this test uh, testing for me actually the development process goes like a cyclic process once the build is ready from the developer it will be deployed on an, an environment so as a tester we first go for a smoke testing and we ensure that on, make sure that all the critical functionalities are working as expected with no blockers. Then we'll do a regression testing uh, where we test and make sure that all the previously deployed features and functionalities are working perfectly fine. And also we test the new features that has been deployed are working as expected. So in this process, if we come across any issue or bug, Uh, We use uh, Discord also, Discord channel to post the issues so that everybody in the team will be aware of the issue. Along with that, we will be creating the ticket for that. We use the tool called Jira, where all the development process can be tracked efficiently. So each uh, creator ticket will be assigned to the respective developer. Then then it is easy for us to uh, track the statuses from there on the board. So we use uh, the Jira tool for efficiently tracking the issues and features that are, that are on the board. So generally, we test on three environments, like first testing will be performed on the dev. And once the testing is done and fixed all the bugs, it will be deployed on UAT before the testnet release. So we'll be testing on UAT first, then we'll be testing once the fixes are done, we'll be testing on the testnet. Then finally, it will go to the uh, release to the main net. So that is how the process going. It's a cyclic and it's a repetitive process for us.
3: Thanks Serena, it's great to understand the process and to know the flow that you go through to make sure the testing is complete. And when someone uses our feedback and bug reporting tool, what sort of information is useful to help you diagnose a problem, Kyle?
1: The feedback and bug report tool is really helpful, especially when users attach screen recordings and the step-by-step procedure on how to replicate an issue that they found. And most especially their contact details, it is easier for us to Uh, Replicate and triage when they provide those. But if uh, we're not able to replicate and they're not able to provide those details, the support team are sending them emails or direct messages on Discord to follow up and ask for the necessary information uh, that we need to find out more about the issues that they are reporting. Thanks, Carl. Yes, our
0: support team are fantastic in following up and communicating with anybody whether they've got issues or suggestions or positive or negative feedback and really a good shout out to all of our support team. They do a fantastic job all around the world. Sometimes when people are reporting a bug, it might actually just be a user error. Are you guys uh, frequently finding any common questions that are coming up? Or do you have any tips or tricks of uh, how somebody should go about starting and starting out to get the best experience when they're using big country
1: um thanks kira well we do have some video tutorials available on site when we visit the page so that would be a good start Uh, they should utilize that it's going to be a huge help for them and then uh, there's also like a quick link uh, to the tutorials page and user manual that's readily available on bit.country menu Uh, so it's easy for them to find you know, whatever questions that they have, but if all else fails, they can just do a report or feedback and we'll surely get back to them as soon as we can.
3: A question that we love to ask here at BitCountry Discovery is, can you tell us about your journey in discovering BitCountry and blockchain technology specifically? Kyle, it'll be you first. Can you please tell us more about your discovery journey and how you found BitCountry and blockchain technology?
1: Sure, Gardi. Um So yeah, I've been hearing blockchain around 2016 or 2017 When one of my colleagues told me that he invested uh, some money to Bitcoin uh, and I was really reluctant about it and never entertained the idea because I thought that it, w- it was a scam so that's really an opportunity that I missed <laughs> then a couple of years back during the pandemic adapt game really like skyrocketed and most of my friends started earning and invited me to play And so I did, but I didn't earn as much as they did because when I started playing, it was going down already It got me really interested about blockchain and I tried to learn more on how to earn and then watch videos on YouTube and then uh, I started buying Ethereum and considered purchasing NFTs And then as for my journey with Bit.Country uh, all my previous work experience was more on like software as a service platform, and then I had the brief stint with another blockchain company before I joined Bit. Country, and uh, I was really amazed with what blockchain has to offer and I learned from a developer's perspective and not just, you know, just a regular user. Uh, I really believe that blockchain is the future. I, I told that to Justin when I had the interview with him. So, late last year, uh, I was just browsing on an online job portal and just applied on you know multiple job positions that uh, is open. And then, after three months, I had a call from one of the HRs and then he scheduled me an, an interview. So, I did have interview sessions, uh, one with Justin and the other one was with uh, Justin and Shannon. I was not really, like, super familiar with Bit.Country. So, after I had the first interview with Justin, that's the only time I really, like, researched about it. <laughs> so, yeah. After that, the rest is history. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, you know, it's good to get in early, but it's never too late to start, right? Serena, you've re- also just recently joined Bitcountry and like Vuk and Ashish, you also discovered Bitcountry through Industry Connect.
2: Can you tell us about your journey? Yeah, actually, after doing my master's, I took a long break due to family commitments. I did all my education in India and after marriage, I came. I moved to Singapore. So that was immediately after my master's. So to bridge that gap, I wanted to upskill myself and earn some experience. So uh, so that I can prove myself. So I was looking for some training kind of jobs to some experience. That is the time I stumbled upon this industry connect where uh, while googling. So where they were offering the job oriented program, so I didn't think much about it. I have enrolled for the test analyst, so I took the six weeks of training and six months of... I didn't take full you know, six months of internship because before that, When I was in the advanced task, we have different levels of tasks to complete, therefore to get the uh, certifications. So when I was in the advanced task, that was the right time to look for the job also. So we will be always almost prepared for job hunting. So that was the right time. It was my luck that Ray posted about this job, (laughs) about this opening as a test engineer. So immediately I contacted Ray and scheduled an interview. The first interview was with uh, Ray and Susie. Then in the second round interview, I met uh, Justin Shannon and Kyle was there for me. <laughs> interview, so that is how it went and it was a fulfilling journey. I'm always happy and grateful to really for uh, giving this opportunity.
0: Thanks Serena and also thank you Carl. I think it's really interesting to find out about how we discovered our industry and also how we discovered big country because at the end of the day it's taken all of us the initiative to get here. It's not something that this is taught in schools or educated. You have to go to YouTube or go upskill through different industry connects or different avenues like that just to be here sitting here today. And I know they we're all very thankful for that opportunity as well. I know that I am very passionate about our company culture and our company definitely provides an equal playing field for everybody whether you're male or female or wherever you are in the world. There's no discrimination on BitCountry. Country. I would like to ask first of all Kyle, how would you go about describing Bit Country culture to a friend?
1: Um yeah, Bit Bit Country is an awesome company, you know, working from home, flexible hours, this just- just one of the best perks that we have here. Aside from that, everybody is super welcoming, and I cannot feel that there is any barrier within teams. Uh, we can easily approach everyone. We do have an open door policy. Everyone is open to feedbacks and suggestions, which is really awesome. I love how uh, you know we or the team verbally appreciates you when you're doing good in your job. And then, you know, every day that when I wake up, I know that I am in for something new and exciting as we develop a unique platform. I just want to highlight this because as a software tester, I've been working with, you know, a lot of companies before. And I genuinely appreciate like everyone on the team, like from Ray, our CEO, Justin, our CTO, the developers, the community team. Everyone is being responsible for like the overall quality of Bit.country and you know, not really rely on us when it comes to testing and reporting issues, which is really, really awesome.
3: So true, Carl. To be valued is the most powerful motivator. It doesn't just come from the top down, like you say, it's your peers, it spurs you on, right? You're very familiar with all the features on Bitcountry. So uh-huh. we now, I want to know which feature is your favorite.
2: I like most of the features on the platform, uh, but my uh, if I have to specify one specific feature, I would say marketplace, where I can see a lot of listings uh, from different creators. Uh, so I like to uh, scroll all those things, all the NFTs and uh, 3D models that have been listed and to buy and sell and place it on marketplace, uh, I'm, I mean in the 3D world. I must say
3: that's a firm favorite of mine too. And
1: Kyle, which features is yeah. your favorite? Sure, there are quite a number of features that I love on Bit.Country but my absolute favorite is the multiplayer feature on the Metaverse side. I, I really remember when I first started testing it with Serena and we were running around her estate and we were chatting on the chat feature and you know, I was really amazed of what we have done as a team and I was really smiling throughout the testing process literally yeah I think
0: yeah both those features that was a multiplayer I remember when we had about 15 of our team on multiplayer and that was I was just cracking up yeah. here by myself like having a great time and I'm sure everybody else in our team who was uh, testing the massive multiplayer functionality at that time it was really really cool experience and I do think that the NFT marketplace does scratch a little itch that I have for shopping um so was like shopping in the metaverse which I mean I love shopping in the real world so why not in the metaverse as well right
1: yeah. um
0: one final question I have for both of you, and I know that everybody has a different version or different meaning or different vision of what a metaverse might look like. In BitCountry, we are providing people the service and the tools to be able to create their version of what a metaverse is. So I guess we can start with Serena. What does your version or vision of a metaverse look like and what are you excited for in the future for metaverse potential?
2: Um, I'm really excited about how users are going to rely and, uh rely on this product and based on its quality and transparency and i'm really excited to see how the scale of the growth how it's going to be in the market and being the one of the best metaverses.
0: yeah i agree we are also yeah. in the infancy aren't we just getting yeah. started um, yeah, Kyle, how about you? What's your definition and vision of Metaverse? There's definitely some multiplayer functionality and meetups going on in your Metaverses.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my vision is quite simple, you know, Metaverse is just, you know, a digital world without barriers anymore, where we can easily visit worlds that we are interested in, meet people with the same interests. I've seen like or read about Metaverses where they can already um, attend concerts, so that's really exciting. I don't have to be there physically, but I'll be able to experience the same. It's uh, creating a world where you can earn and build potentially anything that you can really imagine. And I am really thrilled to be part of a company that offers a very unique product and can possibly be one of the best in the blockchain technology.
3: For oh, sure it's the next level of connectivity and co-creation and it's exciting to see what's happening in this space and and like kira said it's still in its infancy where it's going to go it's going to just be beyond imagination remember the hardest part is starting just get focused no distractions follow your passion and see what you can create in the metaverse the time to really dive in is now and see what you can co-create with your community in the metaverse Thanks for joining us on Bird Country Discovery Clouds Serena. You play a critical role in the platform development, and you're the vital go-between for users and developers. And ultimately, you're working closely with the team to ensure an optimal user experience. Thanks for sharing your experience and your tips with us today. We have a special outro lined up for you thanks to our evangelist, Chris Sarto, who recorded an easy to follow, step-by-step tutorial on how to minimize file size and complexity of your 3D asset, optimizing creation for the 3D world. In the video that you will see, he has optimized a three-story building down to an impressive poly count of 1,312 and a file size of just over 165 kilobytes giving him a loading score of 10 and a performance score of 7. He created a beautiful 3D building with only two meshes. Stay tuned and check it out to see how it's done. And a big shout out to Crisato. Check out his metaverse, the city of creation, and we'll be sharing the link below. And that's all from us today. Thank you so much for joining us at BitCountry Discovery. Please remember to hit that bell, like, share and subscribe. I will leave you now with Parasart's 3D asset optimization video. Goodbye for now.
4: Đầu tiên á là mình sẽ tạo vòng wasedit nè. Đây, phần mềm này. Mình thường dùng cái này. Đói. Đó, mình, mình này đây là những cái mình đã tạo đây này mình sẽ triển khai cái này cho anh em vào trong cái bitcny uh, ha cái bước kế tiếp thì các bạn sẽ xuất sang cái file gltf vô các bạn vô một file nè vô cái phần export rồi triển khai nó sang cái file này xuất nó đây cái file gltf vì cái file gltf này nó là phiên bản 1.0 cho nên là sau khi mình xuất xong cái file gltf này mình sẽ phải dùng Blender để chuyển sang cái file gltf 2.0 đó là GLB cái file glp đó. Thì mới có thể mà nhập nó vào trong Bitcoin Tree, Rồi tạo thành một NFT Để mà đặt nó trên LAN của mình Này, này mình xuất ra Xeo Rồi, mình xuất ra nhanh, khi mà xuất xong, mình nhấm vào lần nó đã xuất xong rồi đấy Rồi xong Thì mình sẽ mở cái blender lên rồi mình mở file mình đi cái phần export để nhập nhập cái file .cots này .cots đó khi mình mình nhập vô là nó bự bự vậy đó các bạn mà muốn tối ưu hóa mà triển khai nó vào trong hệ meta titling tree mà nó không có uh, bị mà cũng như là nó quá nặng để mà tải lên trên cái, uh, cái hệ sinh thái đó nền tảng thì các bạn phải thu nhỏ nó lại để mà thu nhỏ thì các bạn có thể nhấn cái phím s uh, nhấn phím F đó để thu nhỏ này thu nhỏ này thì các bạn sẽ để ý thu nhỏ làm sao mà nó sẽ rớt chơi siêu khoảng tỷ lệ là không Đây Rồi, các bạn sẽ thấy ở đây là không chấm một này steel này, này. Đó. đó một là những tím s thu nhỏ và cũng to. phần hai thì các bạn sẽ cái mục này. Đây, vào cái một này, đấy, vào một này, mình kéo vào cái scale, nhập vào đây, Đó, để chỉnh cái tỷ lệ, Nha. chỉnh nó về phần trăm một luôn. Đó. khi chỉnh cái tỷ lệ 0.1 thì mình phải kiểm tra lại, Thì cái này nó sẽ nằm ở cái cái chuối cái lưới này, như cái đèn ở cái lưới lên để thì mình phải kéo nó lên để cho mà khi mình vào trình lên nó sẽ vừa khớp với cái đèn lên của mình. đây nó XYZ này. vị trí này. Đó. đây cũng được, không? đây cho nó bằng nó luôn. sau khi mình đã điều chỉnh cái tỷ lệ hoàn đòi thì mình xuất ra là nhiều file, này. xuất ra file GLTF 2.0, nó vào bỏ cái Pickin Tree lên đó, vào cái trang web này. Thì đây là nơi mà để tạo nè, em nè. đục Mình vào mét.